Welcome to Sexy Time, where we answer your questions about sex, relationships, and everything sexy in between. Don't forget, you can send your burning questions by voice or email to sexytimedlove at gmail.com. That's sexytime, D-L-O-V-E, at gmail.com. Anonymous questions are welcome. Thanks for hooking up with us today. Now, let's cozy up and join our hosts, Alice and BK Johnson. Well, hello there. Thank you, Mistress of Ceremonies. Welcome back to Sexy Time. Hello there, Big Kinky. How you doing tonight? Oh, I'm... I've been better, but I'm I'm better with you here because you just came back from your getaway or vacation. Ooh, I sure did. And uh, I sure did. Yeah. Um, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. Um, what can I say? Uh, I got to visit the Alps. I got to go on my first ever vacation um, where I only had to pay uh so i went internet it was my first international vacation where because i'm a flight attendant i was able to only pay taxes so i flew back and forth to um the alps for a total of 200 (laughs) dollars And I got bumped nice. up to business class on the way home, That's which was awesome. super Holy exciting. Yeah. It was a $6,000 seat that I got basically for $125. Yeah, um, yeah man, I had a, a great fucking time. Um, and it was unexpected. Uh, that's all I can say. I will be sharing some of the details in our pillow talk segment. Um, but I, you know, I just, I want to keep it uh private because you know mm. there are other folks involved so uh i will be sharing a little bit more in our pillow talk pillow segment, talk you but, say but, how do you get in there oh i'll, I'll answer that go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash six time podcast join the tier that has pillow talk and uh yeah we have a after show every time and i'm i'm excited because i only got the short version but i was my react my first reaction was like this is like penthouse this is great we definitely have well. to yeah, no, more like a more like a romance novel. <laughs> no, I know. I'm I'm saying to me the way the way you told me it was like you do a good job because I I have never been to Europe and it makes it very sexy when you talk about that stuff. So, you know, the Alps. You know, that's sexy. It was very sexy. Uh, it it turned out differently than I expected, but I had a really, and I had a really great time. <laughs> um. Yeah, I will say that the funniest part of the whole thing was that it was supposed to be a romantic getaway. And when we showed up, it turned out that the person I was meeting accidentally booked us for a, a tiny room with bunk beds. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and we're talking about uh, sexy getaways tonight. And the thing I want to say is that the sexiest thing you can do I just want to say after my vacation this week, my advice to any of you looking to go on a sexy getaway or take your loved one on a sexy getaway, my advice to you is roll with the punches. Mm. Ease and flow. Think of it as a vacation. If something goes wrong, ask for help. Be open to the universe and roll with whatever comes because you know what if you get mad about it that doesn't serve anybody but if you just laugh like you know if you show up and you're like bunk beds you know and you laugh and you make the best of it it's gonna be a funny story Mm. and a really good sexy time that you made for yourselves right so you've got the choice when you go on a vacation, whether to take things too seriously mm-hmm. or whether to like lean into the fun and the mystery and the romance of whatever comes when you're traveling together. Ooh, it's like good vibes only except sexy vibes only. And we all know yeah. that super serious, the got to get it right is not sexy. So uh, sexy vibes only, baby. That's going to be sexy time for sure. Well, yeah. So if you notice on the, especially on the podcast, we do live stream this as well. So if you want to see what we look like as we do, as we record this, you can, you can youtube.com forward slash sexy time podcast. But if you are listening on the podcast, yeah, sorry if my voice is a little off or if I cough, because again, it's the, it's the new year's and I'm working on new year's resolutions. First time I tried uh, running my ass off and weight training my ass off, which uh-huh. I didn't do that much. I was like, okay, I just came off COVID new year. 
let's just go in nice and light. And I still got COVID comeback. Got the COVID comeback. I broke into a hundred degree fever. It wasn't 105 this time, so that was nice. But it was <laughs> it was still over 100. So I was like, oh. And I was yeah, my COVID's weekend like, was just did shot. You forget that I took over your body. <laughs> I know. It's like I thought you were gone, bitch. Nope. So COVID's what is bitch. this? Your third uh, podcast since you've been sick? Third, fourth? Yeah, this is third. I think. Yep. I think third. I don't recommend it. I mean, I think in general, you know, if you can avoid COVID, I recommend it. But, you know, uh, I saw I saw I don't want to go too far into this, but I did see an article where somebody was just like, look, unless you want to hide in in your house and get vaccinated three to four times a year, you're going to have to get over the fact that at some point you might get mildly sick. Mm. Uh. I don't know that I'd call what you just went through mild, but there we are. Um, you know, again, it, it's a well, balance. Second like, one was definitely not as bad seriously. as the first. That's the good thing about this right now, where I was like, oh, good. It's not as long, but I'm still bouncing, bouncing back from it. So, yeah. So today we do our, our theme is getaways. And it was I thought it was very apropos with Alice coming back. But we actually have a, a question from chat from the live stream that we wanted to include. So uh, we'll we'll start with that one. And then we do have some getaway questions sweet i'm so glad we've got a nice little live question i love those okay thank you thank you uh mayo i did confirm so yeah thank you very oh, much that it's okay to not be anonymous just to say mayo i would say is fine excellent <laughs> fantastic so, hey, i did cheers. get a little confirmation but thank you cheers i want to give it free shout out to be honest so <laughs> oh speaking of which before i start shout out master j it's Monster Shirley. Jay. It's Koala. It's Koala. <laughs> Lindsay John Paranormal. Lindsay John Paranormal. Thank you for being a shout out, a sexy Patreon shout out. Again, patreon.com forward slash SM podcast. We can't do it without you. Thank you so much to all nope. our Patreons and non Patreons for listening and watching. All right. First Did question. Did you happen to notice, hmm. not that we don't want the, the crowd to join, but we're at a very magic number on Patreon. It's at $69 per month. That's true. <laughs> So I know you guys did that on purpose. You just were like, okay, I'm going to calculate this so that we all add up to 69. Uh, and we appreciate that. And and feel free to invite your friends. Just all we have to do is multiply it by 10 and we still got it. So 690 would be great. 69er. And then we have we can dish out 69s to <laughs> but, 10 people. Great. But we are grateful. Period. Case closed. And we're really happy to be spending this new year with you guys. Okay. Uh so found someone who's really cool if you know the office she's basically Haley. Haley, which one's Haley? is that the british office wish i knew the office how do you spell Haley? h-a-y-l-e-e -E, maybe oh no she's a, such a sweet Haley, girl the office she has we're gonna call her Haley because that's not we don't want to include real names here uh, but Haley, yeah. the tea lady, the tea lady. Oh, so in this ver in this episode of The Office, Haley, the tea lady, actually has multiple sclerosis. Oh. I want to be there for her and make it work uh, is what my empathy is saying. I've uh, I've also been dealing with arthritis, so I know what she's going through. I can see myself caring for a woman like like her, especially one who's experiencing the worst of what I've experienced. Also, I don't know if I'm ready to take care of someone while I'm not taking proper care of myself. I basically feel bad about enjoying myself, but at the same time thinking, is this what I want? And I justify it by making sure that I make her feel good. What are your thoughts on this? Mm. Wait, 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 wait. I mm. want to clarify because mm. we actually do have the person here. Mm. Um, I want to clarify what do you mean when you say you feel guilty for enjoying yourself? Do you mean like you feel guilty for being able to like go out and adventure in ways that maybe she can't? Or do you mean that like you're fooling around or something? I don't think that's what you mean, but I, I just want to check in with what you mean by like, I feel bad about having a good, like going out and having a good time or however it was that it was phrased mm, what was the question i'm gonna make sure yeah 
to make sure I hear it. I, I the, the question is, what do you mean by like, I feel guilty about having a good time? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Good question. What is having a good time? So it's a sweetheart character I mean, that I, got I together with Michael Scott her. is Haley. Hmm. I didn't know that. I, I clearly missed the end of The Office, but I I Googled her and she's rather hot. Yeah. She's rather hot. Um, and it, so let me just, can you distill the question for me, BK? Mm. Um, if you so, could, if you could sum it up in like a sentence, you personally, me personally, um, Oh, it's actually a little clarifying coming in. So he's with somebody who's, so, who's so, got So I'm with someone who I really care about. <laughs> yeah. And very sweet. But the the problem is she uh, has multiple sclerosis. So she, yeah. I feel guilty when I want to go out and enjoy activities, which she might, ah. may, might not be able to join due to her disability. And it might uh, come to a point where she stays at home to rest due to her disability while I go out. Um guess I, I guess since I mean again that was the that's a little bit of clarification on the question I think the main question of of like what you said the question was like what is enjoying yourself type of thing I think it's yeah. all coming from a guilt of um I guess in the guilt of enjoying like is actually the guilt of getting all the perks of being in a, a fun relationship but also not having to deal with the the disability that she has so yeah. I guess it would be coming from that vein. That's my first guess, just as a second thought. Well, I mean, I think it's... So what I'm hearing from you, Mayo, and tell me if I'm wrong, is that you don't want to make necessarily this person your everything. You want to be able to go out and enjoy yourself. You want to be able to go out and have other activities, other friends. Um, you want to be able to go out and live your life as you would. Um, of course, also spending time with her, right? Um, I'm assuming that you would be spending some time in with her and doing activities that are a bit more limited with her, but then you'd also be having your own life on the outside. And I think the important thing to think about here is like, what if this were a normal relationship, quote unquote? What if the two of you were 100% healthy, but you just had more independence than um, like a Disney fairy tale romance, mm. right? What if you had like an independent romance where she got to do her own thing and you got to do your own thing, whatever those things were, Maybe she really enjoys certain activities by herself at home. Maybe she really enjoys being an introvert at times and spending time alone. And maybe she's happy to have you get out of the apartment or get out of the house to go do your thing with friends. If that's the case, you guys are a perfect match. If on the other hand, she's gonna want you to be by her side at all times, and she's gonna want you to only do activities with her, what I'm hearing from you is that might be too limiting for mm. you. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important for you to be honest with both yourself and with her about your expectations and what you guys want for like an ideal relationship, either with each other or in general, like moving forward. What is like, it might be nice for you to have a conversation with her about like, what's your ideal relationship? Would you be spending like every day with the person or would you be spending some time doing your own things? Yeah. And if the answer is like, I wanna be with somebody 24 seven, I'm gonna need somebody who can take care of me, then look, I'll be honest, uh, so when I was very young, I got married and I married somebody with a lot of medical problems. And my, my, I remember my mother saying to me like, are you sure that this is what you wanna do? I don't think you can handle this. And I was like, no, no, I love him, it'll be fine. It was not fine. Mm -hmm. um, in this particular instance, this person wasn't able to really take care of himself. 
um, just because he just didn't. Uh, it wasn't because he couldn't, he just didn't. And it annoyed me because <laughs> he really wanted like a nurse for a wife. And that's just not me. I wanted to be able to go out and have my career and do other things and, and have a, a life, you know, but the one time I had a gig that I was away for six months, when I came home, everything was in shambles because this person couldn't, uh. he was, he, he didn't have the wherewithal to really take care of himself. And, and that was the end of our relationship right there. It lasted a little longer, but, but the point is what I wanted and what he needed were different things. And I don't think, I don't, I don't think anybody should feel guilty about that. There are plenty of people in this world that want to be of service to their partners in a way that they're with them and they're doting on them 24 seven. And if that's what she wants, then she should look for that. Uh, and if, if that's not what you want to be, then I think you should be honest with yourself and look for somebody who's going to be able to give you that. Mm. And so one last thing, and I'm going to give my response as well, but it, lastly of the clarification was that one of the thoughts uh, might be, uh, it might put me in a position where I want to enjoy my life together with my partner where she can't actually join in those things. Those are parts of the concern as well. And I, so I really agree with Alice that it's, um, first, the, the main thing that I resonate to is that it comes from within of what you want and, or what, and, and sometimes it doesn't sound sexy, but it's like, it's, it's almost like a self negotiation sometimes, or is it like worth it? Right. I think that's what we all go through with oh. everything, right? Where it's like, oh, okay, I want this type of person. Everything's great, except it comes at a price where this is going to be the price. Where, yeah, some of those things she can't help out with, but everything else is okay. Is it worth it is another way to think about it. That's a negative way, though. To be honest, it's just like you really don't think of that and think of what you would really want. Um, and, and again, is it worth it to you? Not is it worth it to be right about being the, the good person or, you know, feeling you know introducing thoughts of like oh well the uh some of the concerns might be like down the line of is is that am i am i t like what you said in the question am i taking advantage or am i just having fun and then it's it's tough because she can't have this fun that i have that's not thinking about what you really want and, and again if like in any healthy relationship she'll be thinking of you too it's not just that oh she she would be sad if you're upset at her um, she would also be sad if you're upset at yourself for doing that, right? A good, uh, if she cares about you as much as it sounds like you care about her, then she would actually say, no, I don't want you to be thinking about those things. I'm, you know, perfectly happy with that, that, that like our relationship is this way. I don't need to, you know, uh, in share time with you. It, that depends on what she wants in the relationship, right? Um, so like you have to, one, first be very sure about what you want to be, to do in your relationship and then secondly communicate with her about this so that you know what she wants after you are sure you're you know what you're going with or if it might not be once you you might decide that it's not something for you go ahead alice sorry well and yes and we're getting further clarification that one of mm. his other worries is that um he doesn't know yet it's too soon to tell if she's the one but he doesn't want to waste her time even though they're having a really good time he wants her to find the one especially because, you know, her time is limited, right? Mm. And so he's feeling that pressure of, I don't know if she's the one, she might be, but I don't mm. know and I don't want to waste her time. I mean, I think that's true for all of us. It's just under a magnifier with her, right? Like, unfortunately, you have to be able to give it the time um, that it deserves to find out if, if it's someone that you want to be with, you know, for the rest of maybe her life right um yeah i think i think you owe it to both of you to have a conversation about this and and just be really honest and say look i i'm really enjoying spending time with you i'm a little worried because i want to make sure that you have the life that you want and I love spending time with you and I just don't know yet if I want to spend forever with you and I want you to find your forever person and I just want to be like you know considerate and cognizant of what kind of relationship style you're looking for do you want somebody who's going to be always there for you and doting on you and taking care of you or do you want somebody who's going to be there for you but also sometimes taking time for themselves and giving you space like what do you want in a relationship 
And, and are you okay to like hang out with me for a while and see where this goes, you know? I mean, let that be a consensual choice between the two of you. I, I'm excited for you. It sounds mm. like you're having a beautiful time with a wonderful person. Um, you know, if, if there's a way that this communication honestly can take some of the pressure off, mm. I don't think that's going to be a bad thing. Yeah, it's, it's always interesting in that point of view perspective because um, the first time I really confessed my undying love for someone, <laughs> like uh, it was, it didn't, there was a lot of drama. It was all that, oh, we have to have this talk and communicate about our feelings now. It's very like dicey and she wasn't sure. And it was kind of very, she was very, uh, what, aggressive or negative in a way. But when it's settled down, she told me about the story about how when she was talking to her sister about what she was going through that her sister was like, man, I wish I had a situation like that. <laughs> like, all my relationships aren't like that. <laughs> like that, they're usually like more abusive and shit. So it's like, it's like that. I, I feel the same way when Alice, you're saying, I'm excited for you. Cause it's like, you're in a, from, from the outside perspective, you're in a great spot. You're focusing on the, oh my goodness, this, this is so good, but the problems might be coming or in your, in your mind where maybe they're not, you have to like, See, wait and see. Again, I think the answer always comes from searching within yourself of what you really want in your life and your relationships. And and then you, again, it's kind of like that inner negotiation. It's like, well, maybe I am the one. It sounded like from the chat and what you're saying that you are occasionally thinking maybe she is the one. So then what would you what would you be willing to sacrifice for that? People get worried about those words like sacrifice. But again, the root word of sacrifice actually means getting closer to something or someone. So by uh, the simplest one is time. Every time, like for all of you listening or watching, every time you're here, you're sacrificing a bit of time for us and you're getting closer to us in the sex time community. So it's not a scary thing when you think of it like in those terms. And um, all relationships are like that. I had, I mean, I I would love, I was talking about it in the live stream before, I'd love to bang these hot 60-year-old ladies who come under me sometimes. <laughs> but I'm what? married, so I sacrifice that availability for me in my marriage. So my marriage, you I sacrifice said 60 year old, right? 60, right? yeah, you yeah. 60 year old. I didn't say 16, yeah, no, 60, yeah. 60. Crap. Okay, good. Shouldn't Let's talk about 60 year olds. I wait, 50 doesn't sound like 15. What's worse? Like 50 sounds easier than 15. <laughs> It's hard to say 15, uh, 15. So, yeah. so the, the follow-up to this question is, I don't know how to start this conversation. Has anyone else ever opened up to someone? Uh, give me some opener ideas, please. Well, well, again, I, so one of the things we say sometimes on this show, I don't know where it, it originally came from. I got it from an acting career coach named Dallas Travers, but I'm sure it was floating around well before her and it's still floating around. The problem is the solution. So you're like, I'm nervous to talk to her about this. So you just say, hey, look, I'm really enjoying spending time with you. And there's something I want to talk about with you, but I'm kind of nervous to bring it up. You know, do you mind uh, just holding space with me for a minute while we while we have a, like an honest conversation? Mm. I mean, Vulnerability. you know. Yeah, you just do it. You you really kind of just, it's like jumping into a pool. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can go really, really slowly if you want to and warm yourself up or you can just dive in. It's up to you. Um, but I think as BK also likes to say a lot, focus on the positive, you know, start out with like, hey, I'm having such a wonderful time with you. I. I think you're an amazing person and I I want to talk to you about the future and what it might mean for you and for me and what we want out of this because I know you know that that your illness uh, is a thing <laughs> and I want to be respectful of you and your time and your life and and I, you know, I'm really enjoying spending time with you and I don't, I don't know where this goes yet. And I just want to see, first of all, are you okay with taking it slow? If, if I'm not sure, you know, where this is going to end, like, and, and if her answer is yes, of course, like, you know, we got to see where this goes and it's like, great. And the, the other thing that, that, that I worry about is just, you know, like, 
I know myself and I know that I want to like be able to go out and see my friends and have adventures and and that's fine you know if you're the kind of person who wants some alone time here and there you know but if if you're not and you want me to be around 24 7 I, I need to know that like I need to know mm -hmm. if that's going to be a thing for us so it's like yeah um, like I, I agree completely jumping in that pool I can't even swim and I jump in pools like that all the time and they're very deep and we get scared of drowning in those times, right? But mm -hmm. it's, uh, that's what I mean, where it kind of focus on the positive, as you're saying, it's, it's, it comes from one of my favorite quotes, Elizabeth Kenny. She said, those who, those who anger you, conquer you. And it, it goes both ways though. So when you're both really in a relationship and you're trying to talk about these things, as soon as they engage in a relationship with you or they, or you, you need, or it becomes a part where you're both kind of like, it's an elephant in the room that you both want to kind of think about, but you're scared to address. The reason it's there is because you care about each other. You know, yeah. if, it, if it was easy, if you weren't nervous, you don't really care. You're just like, well, I don't want to be with this, this person if they're not going to be fucking this way. So I'm going to go still straight to it. You don't really care, but because you're nervous, it's a good sign. It means that you actually do care and you don't want to have... You don't want to lose those good things that you have, and you may may or may not. But that's the the part of uh, courage and bravery, and also being vulnerable enough to share that, and that usually ends up advancing the relationship, whether in a good way or bad. But a lot of the times, especially when both of you have those nervous feelings of talking about something, it's actually because you both really care about each other, and that's the positive I'm talking about. Holding on is that like the reason we're going through with this shit, or the reason it's actually hard to do, is because we both actually care about each other and this relationship. That's the only, that's the positive thing. So always remember to go back to that feeling of, no, the reason I'm doing this, that's so tough and it sounds harsh, get back to that moment of positivity of, oh, it's because I really care about this and say, hey, and, and then be vulnerable again. Stick with that vulnerability of the reason I'm doing this. I mean, it's tough for me too. I'm nervous, blah, 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 blah. It's because I care about this and I want to see what we can do moving forward. That's why. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Instead of going into it, because, you know, I don't know if y'all feel this, but like sometimes you're just on the other side of this conversation and somebody's like, I have this thing I need to talk to you about. It's really hard for me. And you're like, fuck, this person's going to break up with me now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Immediately assume the worst. You're going straight to you're the like, worst. like, oh my God, it's over, you know. And if it wasn't over, maybe it is now because you start spiraling and then the conversation goes crazy. Like, I love this idea of like focusing on the positive. I think it's really important. Like, you know, I want to have this conversation with you because... I really love the time that we're spending together and I want to be intentional about it. You know, I want to honor you. I mean, how, how can somebody get upset with you if you're like, Hey, I want to have a really honest conversation with you. Uh, and it's hard for me to start this conversation with you, but I just, I want to like know how to honor you best mm -hmm. as a person at this stage in your life with what you're going through. I, I want to know like what you need. And if, if that works, you know, with, with what I can give, you know, there, somebody else in, in chat said that, that one of their greatest fears is, um, wasting someone else's time. And, and what I want to say to that, uh, is that I, you know, I've been doing some research lately on, on all of this. And, uh, I think it was 37% of all people hmm. get married and stay married to the same person hmm. once 37 percent that is not even half yep and we have this buildup of uh, we talk about it all the time disney church whatever your religion might be um you know, parental pressure, the way things always have been, you know, the ads, uh, you know, the diamonds are forever ads that you see on your TV. We are pressured into this belief uh, that there is one person for everyone. And mm -hmm. that if you, you know, spend a few years with somebody and it doesn't work out, that that was a failure and that you've wasted their time. And that's not true. It's so fascinating truth, you brought that up. I've looked looking at numbers I, recently too. Go ahead. Uh, keep going. Right? 37%. That's not high. Mm -hmm. That's really not high of people whose marriages succeed. For they get married and that marriage succeeds. It's it's 37%. That is a low number, people. And and 
I just think it's really important that we remember that when we go into a relationship with somebody, the chances that it's going to last forever oh, yeah. Relationships are for less sure. than half. Yep. Okay? So let go. Let go of this idea that you have to be everything for everyone or that you have to be someone's end all and that if you're not, it's your fault and you've wasted their time. I, I know it's easier said than done because we've all been brainwashed into believing that this is who we have to be for everyone. But if you can just be Mayo or anybody else here, you know, who's listening to this, if you can just be present with this person for a day, if you are fully present with her for an entire day and you are enjoying the time that you spend with her, that is a day worth living. Mm -hmm. And if if maybe she's got, you know, 20 of those days with you, those were worth living. 100%. No. Whether or not it lasts forever, for her forever or for your forever, those days are worth living. So if you're worried about wasting somebody's time, put your cell phone down. <laughs> And be fully present with them and enjoy the time that you have with them when you're with them. And that is the best way to make any relationship count. Mm, that's true. It was fascinating you're talking about that marriage statistic because right. uh, the went one off on a, on a soapbox. Oh, it, was, it was great. <laughs> uh, please always never feel bad about that. <laughs> but, but one great thing about having a youtube.com forward slash sex time podcast is that when I have to upload the video, we upload the videos and stuff, it like gives you recommendations. So like a lot of like relationship and sex YouTube shorts and clips and videos come into the recommendations. I was like, oh, okay. And one of them was talking like similar to this, but it was like an argument between two people because there's a lot of, you know, the trend is like talking about body count. So the statistic, I was like, okay, what's the real statistics? Because the interviewer was like, oh, did you know that if both parties are virgins, it's the highest stick together rate? And I'm like, oh, really? That's fascinating. I, mean, I didn't think that would be the case. But it like it's like a rebound, by the way. So like that's true. It's the highest. But as the body count goes higher, it kind of almost evens out too. So it's like, but we want to live in this extreme is correct, right? Either zero, it's one-on-one -on -one and perfect forever together. Or like, oh, you know, those high body counts are bad completely. You know, it's like 100% one way or the other. Where it looks like to me that like it actually will even out at a certain point, right? Like... You know what I mean? Like it's like it's the people who are stuck in the not be not knowing themselves and not being sure that like no, it's okay to to have multiple partners or whatever or going on like that. And then it's or it's the people who are stuck in one way or the other, in the middle of that. They're not sure. They end up having unsatisfying marriages or easier to divorce. But the ones who are like dead set on like no, I know it's okay to have multiple partners. It's fine. They have a less divorce rate and they have higher satisfaction in marriage or if it's the again the swing way of like oh no i know i just want to be a virgin until then that works too when both are like that but it's like it's when you're unsure of what you are that's the highest divorce rate in my opinion from when i look at the numbers so it was fascinating i looked at that recently and it, it it's interesting where uh to me it's backing up again know what you want and know it yourself but don't don't listen to that judge inside inside of saying no this is the right way no this is the right way it's like you have to know yourself and you will have that you'll find the happy relationship for you so it was fascinating that you brought up those numbers because like oh i was just looking at these divorce numbers recently because of a youtube video that popped up on sexy time <laughs> recommended <laughs> list i was like oh okay anyway and really you know thank you guys so much in chat for supporting one another appreciate you um got some some folks in the chat saying like i want kids and a family and the whole end game and like don't sweat it we'll get there uh, you know, life is always a surprise. Um, I, I, I think when I was 19, picturing the way my life would be, I had no idea that I'd end up where I am now. And I'm sure that will be true in 20 years and another 20 years and so on and so forth. Uh, until I die, I think when I die, I'm going to be very surprised at how my life turned out. Um, and I just wish for all of you a lot of love and a lot of grace and a lot of goodness and honest conversation. Um, just presence, you know, love, joy, and everything that comes with those things. And, and I hope you guys do get what you want. Uh, I think the more honest you are with people, um, the more likely you are to get what you want.
Why you, what was that? And yourself. The way course, you open up yeah. to the universe to see how uh, in abundance or something like that. Somebody smart said that, I like Eckhart Tolle or something. Oh, really? Who was it? Possible. Who was it? It wasn't maybe Eckhart Tolle. But anyway, all right, ready for a getaway question? I am. And, and huge thanks again uh, for our live stream listeners and viewers for chiming in and asking some live questions we love it when you guys do that and anybody who's listening to this podcast if you want to join us live you can always come to youtube.com slash sexy time podcast we're here every week and we'd be happy to have you join us mm -hmm. it's usually on tuesday or thursday but always at 7 30 p.m eastern 4 30 p.m pacific time yep and just and uh for all our friends out in the Pacific uh, part of this world, uh, particularly California, it's very rainy and we're sending you lots of love. We hope you all are safe. Oh, Nobody's geez. had to evacuate. Uh, yeah, sending you guys lots of love for your deluge. It's been a couple of rough weeks for California, so lots of love. I did not know that they're going through that. Yeah, good weather climate issues are very scary, random, but yeah. All right, here's the question. I need some extra romantic or erotic tips for a weekend getaway. My boyfriend of seven years and I are taking our first getaway weekend vacation we've ever had. Ooh. We've been sober for three years and our parents of a two-year-old. It's actually perfect timing because uh, our two-year-old's grandma is be able, is, will be able to watch her for the weekend. And we're going to a nice place with nice weather. I want to make this as magical as possible as we have saved up for months for this trip and I want to spice things up in the bedroom because, well, we won't have our child around us and uh, I also booked a really, really nice hotel and I don't know, I just want to make this as memorable as possible. Um, is there any ideas? Do you have any good ideas for me? Thank you so much for your help. The question is how to spice things up? Yeah, the main thing is like make it extra romantic or erotic tips for this weekend getaway that we're planning. It's a weekend at a hotel. At a hotel. No baby. No baby, yep. It said okay. nice weather place, so I get that's okay. what they said, yeah. Well, number one, have a conversation with your partner. <laughs> Somehow we, we always come back to this. <laughs> um, number one, have a conversation with your partner. Uh, it's been a while, right? It's been a couple of years with your baby. So maybe, this is a thing we forget sometimes, is that people change and grow in relationships. Ask your partner. It was a, a this is a female asking about her husband, right? Yeah. Did I get that right? Ask your partner if well, he's boyfriend. got any... That's oh, what boyfriend. she said, yeah. Okay, ask, ask your boyfriend if he's got any secret desires uh, that he might want to play out for the weekend. And ask yourself is there anything that's lurking back there that mm -hmm. you've always wanted to try that you've never tried is there anything just slightly outside of your comfort zone that would be sexy or exciting where are you going you know i, I mean if you're going to vegas <laughs> Mm -hmm. Lots of interesting, sexy things to try there, <laughs> right? But it depends. Where are you going? What's sexy in that location? Do you want to, do you have a hotel room with a private hot tub? Do you want to like go into the public hot tub and flirt with each other and edge each other on a little bit? you know, until you get back to your room and ravage each other. Are there like BDSM things you want to try? Do you want to bring toys with you to spice things up? Do you, have you ever tried a cock ring with him? Have you ever tried a vibrator with him? You know, are there things that you've never tried that you're curious about? Maybe you want to go to a sex shop before you go on vacation with each other and buy some stuff to play with. Or if you can't get away beforehand, make that the first thing you do on vacation. <laughs> Stop by a sex shop and see what seems fun. Uh, you could also go on Amazon and try to look for some, well, maybe not Amazon. I'm sure there are other websites. I think I've heard Adam and Eve is a good one. Mm -hmm. Um, Go on, go online and see if you can, you know, find a sex game that you might want to play together. 
but but design it together like ask him what his desires are and ask yourself what your desires are and give yourself a chance to air them out on this vacation because why the heck not <laughs> mm, i like it make a lot of noise don't worry about the noise i love the idea the of, or survive. of that lovely <laughs> again it always definitely comes down to communicating um that's why the if you're if you're also curious um that's why the love languages is such a big thing because we we think the communication is only through talking where it's like sometimes they like it a different way it's a different type of communication so if you know what you're working with your partner or and and your relationships each is going to be unique depending on your love languages and the love languages can fluctuate so sometimes you're in the mood for something physical sometimes you're in the mood for something else so um definitely be aware of that so like again that's why i was thinking because i don't really have much to add for the way i love all those suggestions alice but like um i was thinking maybe they do like surprises in the way they were talking about it. it was like seven years they kind of are like i think maybe the reason why she she's asking this is that she wants it almost to be a surprise in some ways so if that is the case because if i mean if you haven't talked about it already or if you're already like you know if you're against it in your relationship for whatever reason like the love languages are into that um then i would say like still you could still do the same thing that alice is saying but just don't say it's for the weekend say like you know what um i was thinking about um trying new things in the bedroom sometime and i was just curious uh was there anything that you would like to do you know like say it better than i'm saying it do what alice was saying but don't make it towards the weekend just say i want to get to know you better and improve this part of our relationship together come it down through that vein and say i want to know if, if there's any fantasies or things you'd want to try out and i will share ones that i've been thinking of and make sure you think of ones that you want to try too and then you can get that and then if it is supposed to be a surprise type of thing then uh then you'll have kind of more data on what you want to try and what they want to try if that's the case again it's best always to do communication first don't spring these things on each other um so and uh for suggestions if you're both like I, if you're both like well we want to do this it's cool that we're talking about it but we don't really want to like know exactly we, like you're adventurous you like surprises happening to you after you've talked about you want to go and be adventurous i mean a couple other suggestions is always like the first thing to ease into it is role play. When we get people asking, mm. I'm thinking of trying this, but I'm really scared because, uh, if, uh, you know, it might scar me for life or whatever. People say that all the time or like, or maybe I'll get, get too much and I'll become addicted to it or whatever those extremes are. But role playing is a good thing to get like where you're not yourself. It's an easier detachment from it if you're worried about certain things like I always want to try this. But if you role play into it, it's like, all, oh, we were just role playing. That wasn't really me. Um, that's one way to easily if you're scared of those certain things. And that always is fun because it does dampen down. Again, that knowing, because sometimes if you talk about it a lot and you both know you want it, you get so excited for it and you think in your mind that it's going to be this way and then it ends up being a little different because you've never tried it before. <laughs> so so uh, if you are going down that path, I think role play is a first suggestion I would make. Um, and this depends on what you and your partner's love languages are and what you expect from it. So again, yeah, if you are expecting uh, to, to be a, a nice, erotic, sexy getaway, then definitely talk about it if you're both in that expectations. So... Uh, good luck, have fun, and I'm glad you get this little break, because uh, as Alice just came back from break, as we mentioned before, you'll get more details in Pillow Talk and from Patreon. <laughs> but, uh, but, and, and I just got on vacation too, um, so I uh, came back from vacation recently, so I'm looking, I hope you have a great one. Right on. Uh, I've, got a, I've got kind of a wild uh, getaway question, mm -hmm. if you're ready. I'm ready. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready. Okay. Dear God, I hope I'm ready. I'm getting ready to go on a very sexy, exciting vacation with my girlfriend. For an entire week, we'll be staying in other people's homes and Airbnbs. Mm. We have a bunch of waterproof blankets. Prepared. And direct access to laundry. Double prepared. But those things are very bulky, so we're not going to bring them with us because they won't fit in our bags. But here's the thing. My girlfriend is a very heavy squirter. So we have to find some way to clean all of this up without carrying a soiled blanket around with us. She can hold back if necessary, but then that means she won't orgasm. And that is really, really not fun for our very sexy getaway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of course, we can do it in the shower, but after a while, that's, you know, a little bit boring. 
What if we soaked all the towels that are provided at our accommodations? Would that be rude? I would really appreciate any tips that you might have. Say soak all the towels? Soak all the towels. She's a squirter. Soak all the towels in preparation. Oh, so it's already wet. And then no, it... no, 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 oh. no, 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 no. No, he's saying like, would it be rude if uh, all the towels that were oh, provided? That's that where they it just comes from. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, they said that. Well, he, they also said that they have like uh, waterproof blankets plus like laundry in the. But room, they're not right? bringing those. They will have laundry mm -hmm. available. Exactly. But they're not bringing the their waterproof blankets. Oh, they're not bringing them. They're too bulky. Oh, yeah. they're too bulky. They, I missed they, that. Oh. They said they don't want to carry around a soiled blanket. The bulk. The, I gotcha. Too bulky. Oh, would it be rude? I don't think so because there's a thing called laundry i mean like don't you expect that in like doesn't that like every i would expect every hotel room to have <laughs> towels like that too that's it's gone through laundry rooms, they're staying in airbnbs it sounds oh like. i know i mean I, I on my vacation we used many airbnbs actually i think we had two and it was interesting so i don't know question. what the what did the they, actual regulations are though. just like more than two towels for that only for two those towels like um because the laundry's in the room i think it was usually two or three yeah. i think two or three yeah it's yep. not a lot of towels two right? or three yep and so because the laundry's in the room, they expect you just to do the laundry. So, but I don't know what the regulations are. There, I'm guessing there isn't, right? That would be... No. Yeah. So, again, it's so interesting. For me, I might be... Isn't this a great question? I, I might have... Yeah, it's a great question. I might have messed up because I wasn't thinking about it. I was just like, hey, it's kind of like a, your own apartment at that time. And it was like a little mini condo thing that we were renting. It felt like a condo. And so I was like, oh, yeah, this is nice. And you could just wash the towels each time, right? That's what that's what I mean, where if there's a lot, we made sure there was a laundry uh, machine that came with the room. So, yeah, um, again, I would I would assume that we don't like they to think about it, to that, but so, hotels yeah. always have ho towels that they wash. And so there's going to be things that have happened on those towels before they just wash it thoroughly in laundry. So uh, that's why most towels in hotels smell like bleach. Yeah, they bleach the crap out of it. <laughs> exactly. So it's the same thing. That's part of the Airbnb. Welcome to the hotel industries. Um, and I think that would be fine. Um, I think just by you thinking about it, it's uh, it's a good sign. Because I think most of the time, you, you, I mean, other people wouldn't even think about it. It's like, again, they have the attitude of like, well, it's a hotel and they have the laundry or Airbnb and there's a laundry machine there. So whatever, we could do whatever we want. It's ours type of place for this moment. And they don't even think about it, and then they get, they they go over and then don't care. But you, by caring that you're like, I don't want to do something wrong here for this establishment, you will take the proper precautions. You already have things at home, like you said that you do. So, and you'll try to. And I, again, I, my first example, or my first thought was to mix it up. Have you ever? Is it because like anything with linoleum is a no-fly zone for you, or something, or anything on tile or is it like a no-fly zone? So it's like, oh yeah, you thought about the shower. So I guess you're saying that's okay. But again, I think can... he's saying like we could do it in the shower, but that gets old. Exactly. That's <laughs> why I, he, he mentioned that. So I was like, oh, well, the first thing I was thinking is, well, scope out the place and find the places where you can also get intimate that won't require those cleanup spots like that or that are easier to clean up on the hard on the, the harder surfaces or things that Would won't absorb. Would it be absorb. sexy to try to have sex in a sink? Uh, maybe the sink is big enough. I don't know. It would be, you know, I think it would be pretty sexy. Like, could be. To try. I mean, it'll probably, it, it depends on the sink, you're right, and it might work or might not, but just to try is always sexy because it's like, you know, we got to do it. Um, but anyway, uh, that's my first thoughts. And again, for me, I think you're in the clear. Uh, please uh, chat or anyone who's listening or watching, leave in comments. Let me know if I'm a jerk. and Or Alice, let me know right now. Is Am I in the wrong here? Or is no, no, no. <laughs> also, know. like, mazel tov, because a lot of people would love to be in your situation, yeah, dude. Um, so... You know, I don't know if you've heard of this, but uh, I have like heard of it before for like sex parties um, and for periods and for like people who like golden showery kind of mm -hmm. activities, as well as for people who squirt. Um, you know, there are pee pads that you can buy for dogs. Like if like a lot of dogs are, are pee pad trained. Uh, I'm sure it's a simple Google search or Amazon search to buy some. They pack up very light. They, uh, they, I think that they they fold in together, and so they're 
If you want to buy a few of those and pack them up just to have them, and then you can throw them out when you're done with them, that might be the best scenario for you. Um, when you might be at like an Airbnb that you're not going to stay at for more than one day, right? If you're going to stay there for more than one day and you're able to like throw the towels in the laundry, I think that'll make you feel better. So yeah, go for that. No problem. But for like the couple of nights that you might be at a place just for one night or something, and you're not going to be able to do laundry, bring a few pee pads just to like have that access and take care of it and not have to worry about it. And then you can have sex wherever the fuck you want. Mm. Um, but I do like BK's suggestion, I mean, generally speaking, of like scoping out the place and seeing where you might have a good time. Maybe there's a public location or private public, uh, private outdoor, let's say that. Maybe there's a private outdoor location that you can have sex somewhere as well. Like make it fun, have a good time and enjoy the squirt, man. Yeah. <laughs> the question, they didn't say where they are, right? But it's probably in America or maybe, or Europe maybe. Well, or... Airbnbs are kind of everywhere now. Yeah, I they? know. I don't know. Because yeah. again, I did it in Japan and that's why I was like, oh wait, because me and my wife actually talked about how convenient it is not having to pack certain things because we try to pack for the vacation that we had recently. And there's a, uh, over here it's Daiso, right? It's a dollar store. Uh, but they, they have so many things that like you can find anywhere. And like sometimes for Daiso, if they have like one of those cheap towels or something there that will help with situations to try to keep dry, even though it's nothing to do with what you're doing it for, it, you could find something maybe at a dollar store, wherever you're at and use that. I wouldn't suggest it in general, but me and my wife were talking about how convenient it is. Oh, we forgot to pack this. We can just go to the Daiso and pick it up for a dollar. It's not too much of a big loss. So, you know, get the generic brand of whatever. So there could be things like that that you can also look into Yo, man, you're on your vacation. I just, yeah, I just did a quick Google. Mm -hmm. Um, adult bed pads, often called pee pads for adults, are placed atop bedding to prevent the bed and linen from, from getting soiled or damaged. They have these things in extra large. Um, yeah, you can buy nice. on just a quick, quick Google search. Extra large bed incontinence pads, leak proof disposable bed pads for adults and children oh. um yeah there's there's one here it's 23 by 36 i don't know if that's big enough but you might want a bigger one but like you know 150 pads for 40 bucks like i this is kind of just like great um yeah and they have disposable ones so that that would be my recommendation is you just buy a bunch of large disposable pads for your bed. Why not? I love it. Um, Why not? And just to give the... Maybe you'll get to use them at home, too. Give the podcast right? a little uh, live stream experience. Uh, so I, w I was talking about how one time on Pillow Talk, we, we had a little round table on what our go-to porn search is, and mine always involves squirt. So uh, question the questioner... Congratulations, you're in a good spot again. Have <laughs> fun. <laughs> that's what I'd say. If uh, if that's the pro if the only problem is the squirting, if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything and overcome that problem. So congratulations, I like that. All oh, right. it's my turn, isn't it? Hey, oh, are, is are we are we still going? Do, is this our last question? I think probably we've been. Let's see. Um, my voice is telling me this is our last question. <laughs> yeah, it would be our last Girl, question. Girl's got an audition question. tomorrow. Correct. Oh, you do. Okay. I should have prepared what the next one would be. Let's see. Okay. My boyfriend doesn't want me to go on a weekend getaway. I'm wanting insight on an issue. My boyfriend, is issue. 32, doesn't want me, 36, to go out on a weekend getaway with several of my first cousins. His view is that we really haven't, or is, I emphasize that, but I'm guessing that might be what she's going with. His, his view is that we really haven't had a real vacation and should do a family vacation with him and our kids, or his and kids. He has four children. I do not have children. Oh, wow. I'm totally for going on a family vacation, but we've just not been able to up till now for many reasons. Um, none of the kids live with us permanently at this time. Um, and actually, on a side note, we currently do not plan on marrying. So I'm not sure, but I'm still in favor of family time. 
um, about a month ago, I was supposed to go with one of my cousins on a trip to Florida. Okay, we know you're in the U.S. now, <laughs> but probably. Um, we waited until I was on the road to call, and he said he didn't think I should go. Ooh. Wow. Now, we've been together for three years, uh, but anyway, a long story short, uh, I ended up still going on that trip, even though he was saying I shouldn't go. Um, I was, we both kind of got over it, but there's some drama from that. Anyway, now he doesn't want me to go on this weekend trip with a group of my first cousins. I still feel like I should be able to and it should be okay, but he is a bit upset because we haven't had a real vacation yet. Do you think I'm being inconsiderate just because we have tried to plan a few small things before, but the plans always fell through where I tend to do it. I tend to be able to make my plans go through with my cousins. Um, let me know. Thank you. Oh, okay. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I started tuning out a little bit as soon as you told me that, uh, that, that you, part where mm -mm. you were driving to Florida yeah, exactly. already for vacation <laughs> exactly. and he messaged you to tell you not to go. <laughs> me too. Um, she, because she at that, that moment, in the end. I was like, oh, go ahead. At, yeah. that mo at that moment, and you've already said you're not planning on getting married. I was like, I'm out. Bye. Yeah. This guy's done. Um, I'm honestly not sure why you're still with him after that, because uh, to me, that's a giant, 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 glaring fire engine red flag. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, very controlling. Um, uh, we're seeing comments in the chat. It's weird that he doesn't want her to go. Yeah, a hundred percent. I have a I have a friend who's worried about his sister because she just married a man who has been isolating her from her friends and family and you know it just sounds like this guy is controlling I don't know why mm. uh, I don't know maybe if there's a like I I don't know if I'm missing part of the story if there's something about your cousins that he doesn't want you to go spend time with your cousins yeah if there's like maybe you come back and you're acting differently after you spend time with your family i don't i don't know that side of this story but my guess mm -hmm. is just that this guy wants you all to himself and doesn't want to share you and i don't like that um i honestly my answer to this question is i think you need to leave get the fuck out um, of there yeah i don't i don't think this is necessarily i know you say you've been together for three years but it sounds like you're expiration dating already mm -hmm. you're like well we've decided we're not getting married you're like i don't really want to invest in a family relationship i feel like you've got at least a piggy toe out the door mm -hmm. and i think you should put the rest of your foot and your leg and then your body just out uh i, I think it's time for you to find an uh I think the most romantic getaway is for you to get away from this relationship. <laughs> yeah, sealed it perfectly. I agree. First off, I agree completely with Alice. Um, but I did like what you were saying. They're saying that maybe she is acting differently after doing that. Because that rang a bell with me and my maybe. my wife. We've gotten fight. Like, there's times where we get in fights. In the past, we did this. But we kind of figured it out. That, like, when she sees her family, she comes back and then is totally way more nagging on me than before. Like, she is very nitpicky because everybody in her family is, like, free to judge everything. And then she comes back and starts being bitchy to me, to be honest. And I'm, I don't say that to her that way, but I'm like, oh, we love you, lady. What, what is it? What is it that's happening? And we realized when she does visit her family, she does that. And so once we actually discovered that, it made things a lot easier. I don't think that's what's happening here, though. But if it is, because hey, again, can she, unpack that, yeah, more power to you, right? She was, like, if there's a way to fix yeah, that, cause, great. Because she was talking about... Like you said, she didn't mention her anything about her cousins, and it doesn't make any sense. That's I agree. Where it's like, oh wait, it's not like you're going out with friends from school and you're going to like bars together late at night. It's completely different at that point. It's like you're going on a family trip with you're going on a family trip with cousins. So like, what's the point? And so I think it's an excuse to be jealous that you get to go with your family and you never go on family type trips with him, which is a weird jealousy angle. But anyway, yeah. Like, like Alice said, sounds getting very controlling vibes, very trust issued vibes. And yeah, I mean, this is so personal for me because like when I was 19, I was engaged to a guy who I, I wanted to go on this road trip with one of my female friends from high school and he didn't want me to go. And he was like, 
I mean, he he was, I was on a choir tour in the middle of like West Virginia on a payphone crying for an oh, hour geez. and a half about this because he just wouldn't let it go. And he made it into this big thing about how like, he didn't think I wanted to be with him because I wanted to go on a road trip with my female friend in the Southwest. It was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, eh, and it's true. He was very controlling. He ended up telling me I couldn't cut my hair. Like, oh, you gosh. know, I just think you have to be careful with these people who are trying to tell you that you're not allowed to go out and have your own life. I don't like it when people cock block my getaway. Do not let that happen. <laughs> I've had that before. It was a call in the middle of a getaway where you're like, oh, dude, what the fuck? Or an email even where it's just like, I, no, you're ruining the vibe of this vacation. I'm just hanging right? out it's with like my cousin. It's like when I was dyeing my fuck? hair rainbow and my mom called and was like, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> oh my God, I yes. know. I hate that shit. It's like, oh yes, my I God. Yes, I am. Um, and, and so, yeah, trust, control issues, but it breaks down to the communication. If you, you've been together for three years and you haven't been able to communicate about this, these issues, and it's it's always that, again, maybe it's because he's jealous of family time. Maybe it's because my he doesn't like my cousins. Maybe it's because it's like all, you're not communicating with each other. There's some serious trust and controlling issues that we felt from that question. And maybe we're wrong. Maybe it is, it's those things that you're talking about, but you don't know until you actually confront and talk to them about it because you're obviously not talking with each other about that. And it, and from the way it sounds, again, with, the, with it you're given, I don't think it's, it might not be safe to talk about it. So again, you're probably smart by not talking about it with people who are that controlling or that aggressive. So yeah, that's why we both would recommend getting out. Last thing I was thinking was four kids for him, no kids for you. Um, sounds like he's, when he, when he doesn't, if it is a trust issue, because that just sounds so weird where you're just hanging out with your cousins and it's like he calls you on a trip and doesn't want you to go with your, a road trip with a cousin. It's just so weird that it's like, Sounds like Unless he's... this is like 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 your third cousin and he looks like a god and, like, <laughs> and you guys flirt actually, in, at every party he looks together. Like Thor. Yeah. Uh right. Those are playful, you know? touching all the time. Yeah, yeah, okay. Then maybe I would worry. But like, no. And all of our cousins look exactly like that and act that way, and they're gonna have a big orgy <laughs> on this one with multiple cousins. Yeah, that's what's Ew. happening. That well, that's what I mean. Don't this guy, this, don't, <laughs> this guy is projecting his judgment, it sounds like, right? Again, with like the four kids versus one kid, it's very weird. And I think that so again, fear and judgment are definitely a lot of the opposites of love. And the judgment of he's projecting his judgment on what's going on with his stuff and what he wants onto you. If like, well, if she was like me and wanted this stuff, like family together and be like that, she would she would actually care enough to not hang out with her cousins. But it sounds like that you're also internalizing the judgment where coming from myself and Alice, we're just like, wow, this is a lot of like judgment coming from this person. But you're actually asking, like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I should be. Uh, maybe I'm doing bad things by just wanting to hang out with my cousins. So I'd just be also be very mindful of that. And you've got us on your side saying, no, it's about communication and uh what you gave us just uh you know communicate with it and don't judge yourself too harshly for trying to you're, all you're doing is trying to do the right thing so girl it's yeah. time to get away with yourself get out of there <laughs> get out of there Woo! get away get away well that was the show hope you yeah. enjoyed this lovely sexy getaway yeah yeah i can't wait for pillow oh, talk man. I'm so happy to be back with you guys. Yeah, I can't wait to tell you all about my sexy getaway. Oh <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash sex time podcast. Sorry to make it that way. But uh, <laughs> come join. It's We're fun. We're about to make a getaway. We're about to make a getaway. But yeah, it's Over great. I, I, I missed you last week, Alice. It's never the same without you, you here. Too. Oh, both of us here. And uh, can't do it without you, but also everyone who's listening, everyone in chat who's on the live stream, youtube.com forward slash sex time podcast. Everyone listening on the podcast here. Um, it was amazing seeing the statistics. I think I'm going to probably post some of those later because it's uh, we're, it was talking about popularity over 10 countries. Philippines number one, USA number two. I forget what really? third. Yeah, yeah. So there's all these statistics oh, cool. that popped up from Oh, cool. We've got more Spotify. Glad, glad to have y'all here. Anchor. Tell your friends, tell your family, grab their cell phones, add it to their podcasts. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, what's sexy? What's this banana wearing a condom? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I want to check this out. Two times we've talked about changing the logo. <laughs> it's like we just <laughs> do it. we just keep it. It's so Don't great. It. It's great saying, yeah. "Look for the banana with the condom." I think right? most people. It's obvious. You won't find another one, so it's fine. Yeah. So, thank you, everyone, for being. Oh, here. and I will. I will listening. also give a nice condom recommendation uh, over in Pillow Talk tonight as oh, well. Yes. 
join that Patreon, become a Patreon. Uh, if, if not, again, share it with a friend or give us five stars on Apple Podcast or leave a comment anywhere that you find us. All the details will be in the description below wherever you're listening or watching. It'll be in there. You can click all over and leave us a comment. While we're at it. Thank you, everyone. Let's end this poll. We had a poll, we had a, a, a poll today. We've got, uh, what's your idea of a sexy getaway? 45% said tropical location with a loved one. 25% warming up together somewhere cold. 20% adventures of all kinds. And 8% a solo getaway all to myself. Thank you all for voting. Mm. Uh, we'll put those results in our Discord, which you'll have access to if you are a subscriber or have been a subscriber um, either on patreon.com slash sexy time podcast or we're, we're also honoring, of course, our legacy subscribers from DLive as well. So thanks y'all for being Thank here. Thank you so much. It's so good to see you guys tonight. I love a solo getaway if it's 8% cause that means that you're, you're, you're spending a lot of time together with it. <laughs> and it's like, I need a solo time. That's my getaway. Yeah. I'm putting everything into this relationships that I have in, in life. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for watching, listening, wherever you may be. We'll see you next, I think, well, actually, the podcast, it don't matter. We'll see you next week. Until next time. Yeah. Stay sexy. Stay safe. And don't get caught in public, even the squirter. <laughs> oh, we're keeping that. <laughs> even the squirters. Thank you so much for coming along with us on this episode of Sexy Time. The party goes on after each show with unfettered access to your hosts in an uncensored and private live segment we call Pillow Talk. Become a Sexy Time subscriber to join in on the fun at patreon.com slash sexytimepodcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash sexytimepodcast. It is always a pleasure to see you there. If you've enjoyed our company and would like to support us, be sure to tap that share button and spread the love. Join us again next week wherever you listen to podcasts for another sexy time. Until next time, this is the Mistress of Ceremonies sending her love. Stay sexy.